Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan and you are watching Courts Today by Live Law, your one-step destination to all legal developments in the country. Here is a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. Starting with an important information regarding the law of sedition in the country. The Law Commission of India in its 279th report has recommended against the total repeal of sedition law and has instead proposed that the provision be retained with certain amendments. The amendments may be introduced by incorporating the ratio descendi of the Supreme Court judgment in Kedar Nath Singh versus State of Bihar so as to bring about greater clarity regarding the usage of the provision. The commission consists of Justice Ritu Raj Avasti, former Chief Justice of Karnataka High Court and Judge of Allahabad High Court, Justice K.T. Sankaran, former Judge of Kerala High Court, Professor Dr. Anand Paliwal and Professor D.P. Verma. The Law Commission also proposed that the punishment for sedition, which is defined under Section 124A of the Indian Penal Code, to be increased to life imprisonment or for a term up to seven years. Presently, the offence is punishable with imprisonment up to three years. Also, to prevent misuse of the section, it suggested that the central government should bring model guidelines. The Commission has proposed that an FIR for the offence should be registered only after preliminary inquiry by a police officer not below the rank of inspector and after permission by the central government or state government on the basis of the preliminary inquiry report. This was to prevent the potential abuse of the provision. The Commission report further states that the provision is necessary to safeguard the unity and integrity of the nation. As you know, last year the Supreme Court had ordered to keep the provision in abeyance expressing concern regarding the misuse of the provision to suppress dissent against the government. Also, Union Law Minister Arjun Ram Meghwal said that the government will hold consultations with all stakeholders before taking a final decision on sedition law and that the recommendation made by the Law Commission of India is not binding. To access the Law Commission report, you can visit the link given below. And now coming to the Law Commission's recommendation on adverse possession. Let me tell you here, adverse possession is a legal concept that allows a person who has unlawfully occupied someone else's land for a certain period of time to claim legal ownership of that land. In India, the concept has been part of the legal framework for a long time and is rooted in the idea that land must not be left vacant and instead to be put to judicious use. To claim adverse possession, the occupier must prove that he has been in continuous, uninterrupted possession of the land for at least 12 years and that the possession was open, notorious and hostile to the true owner. The law permitting adverse possession has been criticised by the Supreme Court of India in two of its recent decisions. The top court has described it as irrational, illogical and wholly disproportionate for the true owner besides being a means for unjust enrichment for a dishonest person who has illegally taken possession. 
The Law Commission of India in its 280th report has supported the law and has recommended against enlarging the period of limitation provided under Articles 64, 65, 111 or 112 of the Limitation Act which encapsulates the law on adverse possession. The Commission has stated that the law on adverse possession in its current form ensures that there is always an owner or claimant to contentious land. Also, ex-officio members of the Law Ministry have expressed their dissent saying that the Commission did not consult the relevant ministries of the Government of India and states from where useful inputs could have been received. They expressed the apprehension that the provision might be misused by land grabbers and land mafia. Do comment and tell us about your opinion on the law of adverse possession. The Madurai bench of the Madras High Court recently ordered an interim stay on the press announcement issued by the Joint Committee on Forest Conservation Amendment Bill 2023, which had invited suggestions from the public in general and NGOs, experts, stakeholders and institutions in particular about the bill. The bench of Justice M.S. Ramesh and Justice P.T. Asha agreed with the submissions of Thiran Tirumurugan, who has filed a public interest litigation seeking direction for translating the bill in Tamil and for accepting suggestions in Tamil language. The court observed that though it did not want to stall an important amendment bill, it was necessary to put it on hold to explore the possibility of publishing translated copies in all the vernacular languages of the country as the object would be defeated if the bill did not reach the sections of the public who were unaware of English or Hindi. But today, the Supreme Court stayed the order. The vacation bench comprising Justice Dipankar Datta and Justice Pankaj Mithal considered an affidavit filed by the Lok Sabha Secretariat vouching to publish the Tamil version of the bill and the assurance of the Solicitor General Tushar Mehta that the original writ petitioner would be granted seven days time to lodge his objections and suggestions. In view of the same, the bench thought it fit to stay the order of Madras High Court. An important update coming from the Madras High Court, which today upheld the life imprisonment of eight accused in the infamous Gokul Raj murder case. The court altered the charges against two other accused to imprisonment of five years. Gokul Raj, a Dalit youth who was 21 years old at the time of his death, was abducted from Tiruchengode Arth Aneshwar Temple in June 2015. The next day, his body was found with his head severed. It was later found that Gokul Raj was killed by members of a fringe outfit for having a relationship with an upper caste woman. The division bench of Justice M.S. Ramesh and Justice Anand Venkatesh observed that the prosecution had proved the chain of circumstances that had led to the murder of Gokul Raj by the accused persons. Observing that the case was one of honour killing, the court said, and I quote, the accused in this case were under the influence of a demon called caste. The court in February had reserved its decision on the appeals filed by the 10 convicts and the appeal preferred by Gokul Raj's mother seeking to convict five others who were acquitted by the lower court. 
The Delhi High Court today issued notice on the plea moved by Sharjeel Imam challenging proceedings against him in two different cases for the same speech delivered at Jamia Millia Islamia University in December 2019. Imam has challenged the first supplementary charge sheet filed against him in April 2020 in an FIR registered at New Friends Colony Police Station. It is his case that the speech in question was already under investigation in another FIR. As there cannot be multiple criminal proceedings on the same incident against a person, this was a gross violation of the previous Supreme Court judgments. Imam is presently under judicial custody in various cases registered against him during the 2020 Northeast Delhi riots, including the larger conspiracy case involving UAPA charges. Today, Justice Rajneesh Bhatnagar sought response of the Delhi Police and listed the matter for hearing on October 18th. Stay tuned for further developments in the matter. The Bombay High Court today refused to direct OTT platform Netflix to take down the series named Scoop based on an intellectual property suit by gangster Chota Rajan. Justice Siv Kumar Dige allowed Chota Rajan to amend his suit to show how it is a matter of intellectual property rights and posted the matter for Wednesday for further consideration. While Rajan's plea was specifically to stall the release, the series went live on Netflix today. Currently lodged in Tihar jail, Rajan was convicted along with nine others for the death of crime reporter Jyotir De, who was shot in 2011. Jigna Vora, a journalist and Rajan's co-accused, was acquitted. The Netflix series is inspired by Vora's memoir. According to Rajan's plaint, the trailer of the series makes various references to his name, image and purported voice and portrays him as the main conspirator behind Day's death. Rajan has claimed in the plaint that the contents of the trailer are false, misleading and deceptive and the makers intend to create sensation and obtain profits by using his name and image. The Delhi High Court today held that power of CCI, that is Competition Commission of India, is limited to regulating markets and does not extend to reviewing the decisions taken by statutory regulators in exercise of their statutory powers. Justice Vibhu Bhakru emphasized that the power does not extend to addressing any grievance regarding arbitrary action by any statutory authority. The court made the observations while setting aside an order passed by CCI in February 2014 directing the Director General to conduct investigation into continuing professional education program being conducted by Institute of Chartered Accountants of India, ICAI. Allowing the plea moved by ICAI, the court refused to accept the contention that the CCI can compel an organization or an enterprise to outsource its activities. You can visit the below given link to know more about the matter. <clears throat> the Karnataka High Court today extended its interim stay on an order passed by the Union government cancelling the Overseas Citizen of India card issued to Kannad actor and social activist Chetan A. Kumar. Kumar had approached the court after the union government cancelled the OCI card on the allegation that Kumar had indulged himself in anti-India activities. 
a single judge bench of Justice M. Nagprasanna was informed by the petitioner that in compliance with the earlier order of the court, he had deleted the tweets that were allegedly against the judiciary and matters that are sub -judice. The court in April this year had stayed the union government order, which today it extended. The Delhi High Court today allowed Aam Admi Party leader and former Deputy Chief Minister of Delhi, Manish Sisodia, to meet his wife for one day tomorrow and ordered that he shall not interact with media or use his mobile phone. Justice Dinesh Kumar Sharma passed the order in Sisodia's applications seeking interim bail in the cases alleging corruption and money laundering in implementation of previous liquor policy in the national capital. The interim relief was sought in view of the poor health condition of Sisodia's wife. Observing that the Copyright Act provides for both civil remedy and filing of criminal prosecution, the Karnataka High Court has said that merely because a civil dispute is being fought between the parties, the criminal proceedings cannot be halted. A single judge bench of Justice Krishna S. Dikshit made the observation while allowing the petitioner filed by Mangalore New Sultan BD Works, which had approached the court alleging that investigation in the FIR filed by it had been kept in a cold storage by the police, presumably because of pendency of its civil suit, where an order of temporary injunction had been secured against the accused. The court then directed the police to undertake and accomplish the investigation in the subject offence within three months. While observing that an order is not to be passed mechanically, the Andhra Pradesh High Court has directed the municipal corporations to not pass any demolition order under Section 452 and 461 of the Municipal Corporation Act on the printed format. Justice Ravi Nath Tilhari said that orders shall be passed on consideration of the reply submitted and such consideration should be manifested in the order on assigning of the reasons. The court further directed the Chief Secretary to issue necessary orders at his end to all the concerned of the municipal corporations in Andhra Pradesh. The court passed the order while setting aside the demolition order passed by Eluru Municipal Corporation in a case without considering the response to the show cause notice. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can check the links given in the description box below. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on live law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.